0: Hi, I'm Cameron and I'm Emily. I've never read Twilight before and I've read the books too many times to count, but now we're reading them together. Welcome to
1: Unbitten, a journey through the Twilight series.
0: <laughs> hello! Hello, hello back at it again we out here
1: we out here um full disclaimer em and i both recently drank coffee even though it's 7 p.m right now so the energy in the studio today is gonna be sexy as fuck um
0: (laughs) Uh, yeah i like it i like the energy Mm -hmm, that we've created mm -hmm,
1: in the studio mm -hmm. today me too um okay (laughs) what do we do we do a podcast what are we reading (laughs) we're
0: reading new moon
1: Yes, we're still reading this book and it's fun. I'm having a great time.
0: Yeah, no, genuinely, I I loved every minute of this chapter. This chapter
1: was so cute. It was it's a really good refresher after like the last four chapters of just depression.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like the chapter 5 was uh, had cute and then chapter 6 was just like keep on coming on that cute train.
1: No, this is yeah, 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 yeah. yeah for sure. And we got to meet some new people. But we'll get to that. Yeah, we'll get to,
0: all right. We'll get there. Let's, yeah, let's jump into it. Chapter six, Friends, which is uh, hilarious that that's the name.
1: <laughs> oh, boy. Can she? <laughs> Please. Okay. No, I'm not even going to, I'm not going to, we've gone on this rant so many times. Uh, Get better titles. Okay, moving on. <laughs> um, They start off this, cha- she starts off this chapter really strong with Jacob and Bella taking advantage of an old man's disability. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> they're like, we don't even have to hide anything from him. His wheelchair can't make it out here to the garage. It's just like, what oh, the fuck? It's like, I suppose that's, like, convenient for you, but the fact that you're like, this man is in a wheelchair, and therefore we can take advantage of that and hide things from him. It's
0: like, this is... You know, you got to take what advantages you have in life. Uh, if, you know, it's his dad. He's like, listen, got it. I I liked I'm I'm able to hide things from him, uh, because he can't get here. So it's our secret clubhouse now.
1: Fair enough, fair enough. It's just it was just funny. I was like, oh, starting off strong. Oh no, I
0: fully agree. (laughs) It's very funny. Um,
1: But yeah, so they're fixing up some bikes. You know, like you do. Just Uh, we meet
0: Jacob's two best friends, Quill and Embry. Yes, embryo. (laughs) Is that really what you?
1: Well, that's, a, that's I didn't think of that until you just said Embry right now. And then I was, I was like, oh, I, I cause it was the first time I was hearing it out loud. And then I was like, ah, Embryo.
0: <laughs> ah, Embryo, as one does. Yeah.
1: So he talks about how, you know, there's two best friends and he's just talking about them and then they like appear <laughs> as if by uh, magic. Speak
0: of the devil and he shall come. I
1: know. I love I love when the uh, full thingy is there. Good quote. Even if it's paraphrased, I think. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They call him Jake, which is just weird. It's I know that he's Jake, but it just feels weird to hear people calling him
0: Jake. Is that just me? Uh, yeah. Um, I, I mean, I can't say whether or not I find it weird because I'm used to it. <laughs> uh, I don't know. It didn't strike me as anything different. But yeah, I don't know. I guess that's
1: just because I've only I've only really heard Team Edward and Team Jacob, and it's like, oh okay, <laughs> Jake. Who the fuck is this guy? Team Corn on the Jacob. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Um. <laughs> so okay, so th- we get good descriptions of the boys. Um, Embry mm-hmm. has the bisexual Bob.
0: <laughs> literally though. <laughs>
1: <It> literally is. <laughs> It's, it says, his black hair was chin length and parted down the middle, one side tucked behind his left ear while the right side swung free. I have had this haircut multiple times. <laughs> I know yeah, many other bisexuals who have had this haircut. Uh-huh. Yep. He has the bisexual bob. Uh, he's bisexual confirmed.
0: I actually have a note for later on in this chapter that I'm like, Stephanie Meyer doesn't understand queer coding, and uh, <laughs> she's unintentionally creating bisexual characters That's left true.
1: and right. That's true. That is it's so true. We'll get there. Because
0: um, <laughs> she says the thing about Lauren,
1: too. Oh my god, yes. Oh my god, we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. So, okay, okay, yeah, okay. Embry introduces himself, Quill also introduces himself, so Embry is like an ubu soft boy.
0: <laughs> sure, because he's shy. Yeah,
1: yeah. That's my, that's what I'm that's what I'm saying. Yeah, he's shy cuz he's like hi mm. and he waves a little bit and then like puts it in his pocket all awkward and it's like oh, okay. Cool.
0: <laughs> Meanwhile, uh, Quill is just I, I really like it though because uh you get such a great sense that Jacob's like, "Oh no, my friends, they're so embarrassing. <laughs> I, I Want to hang out with this cool girl and now they're gonna, now she's going to think I'm a loser because my friends are going to embarrass me." Oh my
1: god. And they so do. They're so successful. It's hilarious. Um, no, it's very good. So, Quill is just werewolf version of
0: Emmett. <laughs> mm
1: mm-hmm. um, But, like, less big brother-y and more football player. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> he, he has, like, this impish grin that she talks about, and he, like, winks at her when he's saying hi to her, and it's like, oh, <laughs> it's kind of weird. <laughs> mm. Yeah. I'm sure he's nice, but I was just like, "Why are you winking at her? You just met her, the fuck."
0: I like them though. Yeah, no, they seem nice. Um, uh, nice for like some some normal friend times.
1: Yep. Yeah. So they go to the go to work on the bikes, and Bella's like, "I have no idea the fuck what they're talking about," but she makes this throwaway <sighs> comment. Yep. Yep. That is just so sexist and transphobic, and it's like, "Oh, whoa, that came out of nowhere!" Jesus. <laughs> She said she doesn't understand a lot of the words that they're talking about, and they're talking about cars. And it says, "quote, I figured I'd have to have a Y chromosome to really understand the excitement." Unquote. And it's like, oh my god.
0: <laughs> I know. I I immediately highlighted that and underlined it, and I was like, holy shit! Like, the fucking like biological essentialism here. Yeah, literally. Uh, with biology dictating how you behave and what you like, and all blah 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 like. You get that sense, I think, quite a lot over the series uh, of, like, oh, like, girls like this, boys like this. But to the the flat out, Mm -hmm. like, I don't get bikes, so it's probably because I don't have a Y chromosome. It's just... Yeah. Um... It makes me wonder, though, I really do get more curious about that gender-bent Twilight book (laughs) uh, where everybody's gender is swapped because I'm like, oh, like... Maybe by doing that, she actually subverted all the annoying, like, sexist tropes that she had built in in the first place.
1: Yeah. I, I, yeah. That's a good, that's a good question. I, oh my god, wait. The female versions of Jacob and Embryo and, uh, Porcupine.
0: Um. <laughs> oh my god. Such lesbian energy. Yes,
1: all of them, like, hang out with the, with the bikes and, like, figuring them out, and then yeah. male Bella is just like, the fuck is going on? <laughs>
0: No, I see. I immediately love that version so much more,
1: because mm-hmm. fuck gender norms. Okay,
0: <laughs> exactly. They she has to leave, and she's like, "We should make a list of stuff so I can come back tomorrow," uh, which is really nice. Uh, she's already like, "Oh, this is great. I'm gonna come back," mm-hmm. and uh, she, as she is leaving she giggles and her eyes widen like oh my god i just laughed for real i know like without trying to force it and this is okay so i i put i i I sent a little tweet (laughs) out about the fact that i'm emotionally fragile (laughs) (laughs) and this is one of the parts that i legitimately
1: just like got like
0: tears in the corner.
1: (laughs) I did – I was so funny when you said that you had, like, tears in your eyes three times during this chapter, because I then read this and was just, like, having a good time, but, like, nothing tear-jerking in
0: in, in my reading.
1: But I can see that No, for sure. I
0: need – the thing is, too, is that earlier the same day I was listening to uh, another podcast – And the mention of Neville Longbottom, you know, becoming courageous and eventually being a leader of rebellion stuff had me. (laughs) 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 Hey,
1: sometimes it just be like that. (laughs) And I was like, why am I like this today? Yeah, sometimes you just got those days, dude. Um, (laughs) But yeah, so, like, that is definitely... She feels so weightless and she laughs again just to, like, make sure the feeling lasts longer. That's really cute. Um, Before that, though, like... As she's leaving, Quill and Embry are, like, <laughs> Like, they're, like, totally making fun of Jacob for having her there. And, like, when she says she's going to come again tomorrow, they're, like, oh, shit.
0: Woo!
1: <laughs> and then, um, it's so interesting, this word choice, where... You know she's like walking off, and she's his voice is fading, but she hears Jacob threaten them and say, "If either of you s- set so much as one toe on my land tomorrow," and it's just like, <laughs> "Oh yeah, your land? You fucking are you fucking marking it with werewolf pee? I don't know." <laughs> um and I was just I was just like, "Ooh." This land is your land. No, don't. This no, this land I, is my no, land. No. <laughs> None of that shit in here, thank you. But
0: it's nice, because they're, like, Mona actually...
1: From to Vancouver <laughs> Island. That's better than any United States one. I hate that shit.
0: I don't think it's any better. We're still colonialists. That's
1: fair. That's fair. That's fair, actually. <laughs> uh, terrible, in all ways. Okay. <laughs> um, but I just... I, just uh, I love seeing Jacob and his friends, because I'm just thinking, yep. like, this is is so cute, and they're so relaxed, and they're, like, actually friends. And I'm thinking back to, like, all of the last book, and it's, like, everything was so strained all the time, and no one was ever truly at ease, and no one could truly joke about anything without it getting awkward. Yep. Or, like, tense. And now it's, like, like, this is so chill, and they're... just think of... Oh, they're just real friends.
0: (laughs) It makes me happy. You just think of, like, their high school friends, too, like, the group, where it always feels like she's really struggling to make herself fit in the way she should. Yeah. As opposed to like, you know, here she feels comfortable and she can sit in silence and listen to them work and watch them work and not feel like she's awkward or wishes she was somewhere else. Yeah. Which is nice. Because, like
1: she is a quiet person. It doesn't mean she's necessarily feeling uncomfortable all the time, but like when she feels that she has to be more talkative and like, you know, mm-hmm. like, interact so much more, that makes her more uncomfortable. It doesn't make her feel more, you know, part of the group. Like, she is fine just, like, chilling. Yeah, as you said, just yeah. chilling and watching them do what they're doing, and that's entertaining to her, and that's okay. Like, it's okay that she's like that, and so it's nice that she gets to, you know,
0: just have this You get energy. the sense that she's really being herself, and I don't know. I really love this chapter for Me that. Me too.
1: I'm happy <laughs> for her. Um, she gets home... Charlie is surprised that she's smiling, and she's, he's, like, confused and shocked.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's, like, staring at her like, uh, what, what happened here? Um, <laughs> is, this a, is this a fake out? Is something bad going to happen?
1: <laughs> yeah. And she actually sleeps a night without dreaming and having this horrible nightmare and screaming and all that horrible stuff which yay mm-hmm. first time in more than 4 months i'm so proud of you but also holy shit she's still so affected by it like this 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 chapter is like she's you see the steps but you also see like the most ingrained trauma that she's dealing with yeah. because she is terrified to go to bed cuz she's worried that she's going to dream about she's going to have this nightmare mm-hmm. then she doesn't have the nightmare and she sort she is relieved but then she immediately is waiting for that feeling to come back or the numbness or the pain to come back. And she's like, she has to sit there and wait because she's afraid that it's coming back. And that's like, and she didn't, she didn't trust the good feelings to last, which is so scary. And I feel so bad for her. This is, oh, she, uh, <laughs> I just feel horrible for her. No, it's so I know.
0: It's, it's. It's that sense that once she's reached this sort of really deep depression, that she's not allowed to have happiness again is really what's going on. Because she's like, oh, this isn't going to last. Like, I'm not able to have this for myself. It's going to come back. Yeah. Which is sad.
1: And it's like, you know, like when you're like, there's that like mindset of being like, oh, you are sad, but like this depressive episode will pass and like things will be better Mm -hmm. another day. And she is absolutely taking like the opposite side of that coin where it's like, I am happy today, but someday it will come back. And in the end, like my base state is depression, Um, which is like such a mindset that depressed people like have a lot of the time where it's like, Mm -hmm. people want you to look on the bright side and think about how the bad days are only temporary. But they're all they're thinking about is like, even if they're having good days, those good days are temporary. So I think that's, like, a very yeah. realistic, like, it's, hor- it's horrible and I feel terrible for it. But it's also quite a realistic, like, way for someone who's having some good days in the middle of a really, really deep depression could feel.
0: Yeah, definitely. It's, I would be calling S. Meyer out if after this, like, one day of, like, fun <laughs> that Bella was like, I think things are going to get better from now on. Because that wouldn't be realistic yeah, to me. Yeah, no,
1: not at all. I can't really tell, like... I'm confused sort of about Charlie's feelings in this chapter because sometimes he seems like he's like cautiously excited, but then at other times it kind of feels like he's concerned. Um, I, I, Maybe that's just me reading into it like weirdly, but like mm-hmm. Charlie's like trying to hide his scrutiny and not looking up unless she's not looking. And like when she I says she's think- going
0: to hang out with Jacob again, he just says,
1: oh, and like nods. Yeah, I up. think
0: my impression of that is uh, he he has been looking at her closely for mm-hmm. this whole time period of like you know is she gonna get better is she gonna come out of this and now that he kind of sees that she's much more aware of her own surroundings she's actually just noticing now that he has been scrutinizing her probably for the whole time. Oh, that's fair. And now he just has to hide it a little bit yeah. more because he's just like i think too he doesn't want to feel like he's forcing or encouraging her to do things like to let her go at her own pace so he's not being like oh that sounds great go ahead go go have fun with jacob Mm -hmm. i don't care if you come home again (laughs) he's like oh okay and how do you feel about that and are you excited about that like he's just like i'll I'll let her take the lead here
1: yeah i suppose i also like see like Maybe – and, you know, maybe this wasn't intentional, but, you know, interpretations up to whoever. But, like, I feel like he has this – I sort of read it – he has, like, a little bit of concern for her as well because, I mean, you know, like, he could be thinking, is she going to get herself wrapped up in something else? Like, that could be harmful to her. And, like, is she – like, because, you know, I mean – maybe they're went, just friends she got but obsessive also... with
0: edward and disappeared all the time and went to the cullens right. all the time and became so absolutely wrapped up in their lives and look how terribly that ended so is she diving into the same sort of over attachment again
1: right but like he clearly like knows the blacks way more um yep. so he's definitely like happier about it but like i i sort of see like a bit of fatherly concern and, like, wanting her not to repeat similar things or, like, jump into any sort of relationship when she's not ready. Um, which he doesn't ever... He doesn't voice here, but, like, I kind of... I kind of feel the energy.
0: <laughs> no, that's definitely a good point. Um, so Bella brings her checkbook, which is hilarious. I'm like, you know... <laughs> Who
1: the fuck you, is you a have checkbook? Book?
0: You don't want you to bring a debit card? You got a <laughs> checkbook, but you didn't just bring a debit card? Okay, whatever. Um... Because uh, they're planning to go some shopping for some parts, mm-hmm. and so when she uh, arrives uh, to Jacob's house, uh, and off she she plans so that Harry Clearwater can give Billy a ride <laughs> over to Charlie's place. Uh, So that way they get Billy out of the way. She's such a schemer. And then she has to reach up so high to slap Jacob's hand in a high five that he laughs. And I'm like, small and tall, my favorite. Yes. Yes.
1: (laughs) I, yeah, it's, uh, she's such a little, little schemer. And we've like known this, but like, it's just so funny every time she does it where she's just like, and I'm going to like, casually mention that. These people should watch the game together so that yeah. I, it benefits me. And it's like the most <laughs> teenager thing ever, where it's being like I am helping other people, but I'm also making it kind of sneaky and it'll benefit myself.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh, and then she asks, "So where to, Mister Good Wrench?" And I'm like, <laughs> "Is this a reference that I'm supposed I don't to get?" Know.
1: I think it just means he's good with cars, but it's such a stupid nickname.
0: I hate Is this it. How Stephanie I was, Meyer talking to me like, in real life. <laughs> I don't know it just made me confused I was like is this a reference that I don't get because I'm not a 45 year old Mormon (laughs) lady I don't know
1: yeah I mean it could be a reference but it also just feels like that type of thing where like if you're in an intro creative writing class and you see that dialogue you would make a note about it being unrealistic (laughs) dialog Be like hey maybe turn this down it doesn't really seem like a realistic thing that someone would actually say
0: (laughs) Because it would make more... That's why in my brain it would make more sense if this was a reference to something to have that nickname than for it to be some random organic thing that comes up all of a sudden. It seems weird.
1: Yeah. It's like if I walked up to you and was like, I don't know, what's up, Miss uh, Good Petri
0: Dish? Like. (laughs) i don't know you you tried so hard to think of any science i did
1: and it took me a long time
0: (laughs) i could hear like the brain cells like rubbing together the
1: gears turning the the two really rusty (laughs) gears like yeah going into action um i like yeah he he runs out to and meets her with an umbrella which is cute because apparently charlie called and it's like like it's just silly like i'm Like, you're supposed to compare everything, but, like, (laughs) I'm thinking about, like, he's just so much chiller and, like, friendlier and more fun. (laughs) Like, right now, like, I know that there's gonna be more shit that's gonna change my opinion, but right now, I'm like, fuck that Edward guy. No one needs him. He's a douchebag. This guy's so chill, and, like, he does all the polite things that, like, Edward would do, but not in, like, a weird way. (laughs) because like <laughs> like edward would like naruto run over to her and like oh my god <laughs> hold, hold the umbrella like really awkwardly and stay like a little bit away from her so he didn't smell her too hard and jacob just like what's uh-huh. up like <laughs> it's just so much more we've talked about this so much but i just love how much chiller it is like there's yeah, it's, it's no such a i wonderful finished this chapter no tension
0: <laughs> with the with very much with the thought holy shit, am I team Jacob right now? Dude, I'm, t- I'm, te- never I'm team Jacob
1: right now. I'm team Jacob. Yeah. I mean, I think that, <laughs> you know, um, being team Edward or team Jacob is actually really fluid, and it can change pretty often throughout your life <laughs> as, you, as you gain new experiences. And you, uh, you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm team every girl in this book is hot.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, speaking of... Freaking hot! Like, oh my god, when we yes. get to Leah, uh-huh. my goodness! Uh
1: huh, uh huh. I lit. That's literally where I made that note. <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> oh, I love, I love this banter that they have. So they're doing this whole um, scavenging for parts in the dump, going to different stores, right. whatever. And Jacob's telling stories, etc. And. um they start talking about each other's age in like a roundabout (laughs) way of like Jacob saying, I think Quill likes you. And she's like, Oh, I think he's a little young for me. And Jacob, who's the same age, of (laughs) course is like, it's not that much younger. It's just like a little over a year. And so they start playing this really great bantery flirty game of like calculating each other's ages based on like skills Mm -hmm. or like certain facts about them. So like, you know, Bella's like, Oh, uh, between the maturity between guys and girls is so different so that should be in like dog years so that makes me like 12 years <laughs> older and then he's like oh well you're small so I have to knock 10 years off of your total because you're so short and I'm just like this is so adorable Yeah, it
1: is, it is funny I mean like uh, binary like gender things aside like it is funny how they like go back and forth being like well you do this but can't do this so this adds this and that and takes away this and that like she loses two years it's, it's so funny like like not being able to change a tire makes her lose two years like because first of all it's like he can do that so of course he's gonna measure that up against her but also like it's Mm. a life skill like you might need it like maybe it means like you know takes two years Uh off her life because she might like I don't know die because she can't fix (laughs) a tire and gets like stranded I don't know you know what I mean like it's that sort of like ridiculous stuff but then she gains another
0: back because she can like keep like she can do bookkeeping (laughs) um she can manage money um, also, we learned that her canonical height now is five foot. I know, four.
1: which I made a note about, and I was like, "Honey, are you okay?" <laughs>
0: Stephanie Meyer just. Yeah, I. <sighs> I had five three in my head for a reason, so yeah. I, I, I. Now I'm like, oh yeah, five four, but I'm still like, how does this make no, sense yeah, with the No, it weight? doesn't. Is it that, doesn't. Is she okay? It doesn't make sense. I think she's really. Mm, I think she's really. I, Bella, please eat your meals yes. and don't skip.
1: Yes, <laughs> yes. Um, it it's. Yeah. I also think that, like, of course, because you're reading into this, we're going to say that. But then at the same time, I think Stephanie Meyer didn't, she didn't think about that when she was writing it, right? Like, she doesn't, and yeah, she no. doesn't think about those things going together. And it's like, she does so many things where she just writes stuff and doesn't think about it. And it's uh-huh. such, like, a common mistake for her and other, like not very good writers like or writers who aren't very good all the time um so it's just like throwaway stuff like that where like you can't you can't write these two things into a book series simultaneously and not expect them to be scrutinized like you and this is like something else where like writing a novel is so hard because all of your details oh, need yeah. to fit perfectly and like yeah, if they don't, some two dumb bitches on a podcast in like fifteen <laughs> years are gonna shit on you for it. They're gonna call you out. i are gonna call her out. <laughs> like it's gonna happen. Um but yeah, so it's the sort of thing where I'm like, this is concerning that this is what is written
0: here, but also I don't think she she just didn't think about it. She didn't it. give it enough exactly. thought. Yeah. I just definitely think, no, she didn't think about No, I completely agree. It. We know she can't do math. She's not thinking about what the numbers mean. No. She's just like, that sounds like a good number. Yeah. And she puts it down on the paper.
1: She's taller than me, which is upsetting. Why am I so short? Damn. Anyway, <laughs> I'm mad about it.
0: <laughs> Two short bitches <laughs> calling out Stephanie Meyer 15 years later.
1: Yeah. All right. Um. So she she does mention how she's like still trying to cheat and be reckless but it definitely seems like it's much Mm -hmm. less in her mind than it was before because like
0: she's just enjoying being friends with jacob yeah
1: and she she's and i think like a little bit before she was saying that she was feeling a lot like she was enjoying herself and she thinks it was a lot because of jacob just being a perpetually happy person and he carried that happiness with him like an aura sharing it with whoever was nearby yeah um golden retriever boy basically <laughs> in yeah. the best way golden
0: sunshine boy sunshine yeah. boy with
1: with warmth yes for sure which is very different from the stone boy <laughs> yeah.
0: literal stone hmm. cold almost like there's boy. like some sort of intentional yeah, contrast some there. Wild,
1: like it's almost like they're foils anyway <laughs>
0: Um, I like this moment where so they get back and Jacob starts to work on the tools <laughs> and fig, like laying them all out. And she likes watching him work with. His oh, hands. yeah.
1: It's so funny because like there's a page split between these two paragraphs where mm-hmm. the end of it is like he went right to work. still talking and laughing while his fingers combed expertly through the metal pieces in front of him. And that's the end of the page. And I wrote in my notes, I wrote I wrote at the bottom page, I said, he's good with his hands and drew a little winky face. And then I turned the page and the very next line, it was it was <laughs> Jacob's skill with his hands was fascinating. And I was like, I called it. <laughs>
0: uh, can we get a hand kink in the hand chat in the here? Chat? Uh, this is a hand kink. X in the happening.
1: chat for S. Meyer and Bella and their hand kinks. Yep. Uh, <laughs>
0: also, yeah, she, she, talks about- she really pays she attention talks- to his hands, but like I kind of love this no, too so because I'm like, oh, like we love a man with like big, like rough hands mm-hmm. who like mm-hmm. knows how mm-hmm. to like work with them, and, like, like he's do actually delicate done tasks. some like physical skilled labor. Yeah.
1: And she also says that he has big hands, which mm? yeah, mm-hmm.
0: you know what we they say all, about a guy okay. with big hands. Safe for
1: work warning. <laughs> but like, we all know <sighs> Jacob's penis is bigger than Edward's, right? Like that's accepted, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like got Like
1: be. I feel like Edward has like a really average white dude penis yeah 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 and and jacob's got it going on you know anyway i
0: just had like i just had the most cursed thought that's ever crossed my mind (laughs) talking about penises oh no
1: (laughs) can i know do i get to know
0: yep you can know we can cut this out if it's too terrible because (laughs) brace yourselves audience okay i'm so scared (laughs) i was just thinking because um, of werewolves and we know the werewolf thing and then I thought of ABO and I was like oh yeah but his dick is <laughs> uh, <laughs> <The wolf> dick. <laughs> sometimes
1: you say things and you simply shouldn't have
0: <laughs> what else is this yeah, that's podcast true, that's true, for that's true. I'm sorry for mentioning ABO I'll never do it again <laughs> I actually don't think I can promise that it might come up again I'm so sorry <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, how do we move on from this? <laughs> um,
0: okay.
1: Um, okay, okay. <laughs> um. All right. Okay. okay. <laughs> she, and she says, uh, yeah, she said he seems graceful. And not like when he's standing up and his height and big feet make him dangerous. I like how she says nearly as dangerous as I was, which I think is referring to her clumsiness. But she's Mm -hmm. like, but he's so graceful when he's working.
0: It's cute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because she's clumsy and quirky and and different, not
1: like other girls.
0: (laughs) So Charlie and Billy show back up, uh, but Charlie can walk to the uh, garage. (laughs) So they're like, oh shit, let's get out of here. Yeah, and... A- and then Jacob grabs her hand. I know. <laughs> I'm telling you, this fucking book is giving me emotions that I wasn't planning to have. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So, he yeah, he turns the light off in the garage, and she doesn't know where she's going. So he grabs her hand and, you know, toes her with him and can, can find the familiar path because he knows it so well, um... Also, question mark, question mark, better vision in the dark. I don't know if it has anything to do with anything, but I'm just going to throw that out there just in case <laughs> so I can say later that I noticed it, <laughs> if, I, if it's true. Um, <clears throat> and they're, like, laughing the whole time and holding hands and running, and it's just really cute. It's oh, so wholesome. I love it. It's what
0: we deserve.
1: It is what we deserve. It's what Bella deserves.
0: Yeah. Truly. And it's so funny because uh, Charlie is standing under the porch with Billy right there, and Charlie immediately see, immediately notices that Jacob's hand is around hers. And he's just like, oh, yeah, Billy invited us over. <laughs> and he, meanwhile, he's just like, hmm. And I'm just, like, thinking about the fucking hot goss that they must have been getting from Billy when he went over to Charlie's place today. Oh, my because God. If Billy is indeed the dance mom that we know him to be, <laughs> you know that he's going over there being like, yeah, Bella keeps coming over. Like, I think our kids are going to end up together. They're probably dating or something, or they will mm-hmm, be dating mm-hmm. soon. Jacob's got... And he's just going on about it, like, just, like, envisioning <laughs> their entire future. Because you know how, like, parents of, like, close families will do that? Yes. Where it's like, oh, we have uh, children of opposite gender. They will get married and make baby in put, the future. Put together.
1: <laughs> Man. So, Billy yeah. loves
0: this. Billy is living for Billy's, every little detail he can get.
1: Billy's... Although he... <laughs> I'm so confused about the seriousness about this spaghetti recipe. Because he says it's hand, It's a secret recipe that's been handed down for generations.
0: And it says he says it gravely. Yeah. Is it that like, deep? <laughs> No, it's it's like a, it's like the dry humor, you know? You say it very uh, serious, but it's a ridiculous. Alright. That's fine. I would
1: get it.
0: Which bra- is a store brand.
1: <laughs> Love it. Love <laughs> it. And I, and then so like everyone's here. We're all having a party.
0: Okay, this this so here's tear up moment number two. Okay. Um There's a whole backyard party with like multiple families hanging Mm -hmm. out together Mm -hmm. in the backyard, sharing food, like Mm -hmm. just like plate on the lap type of deal. And I was like, Mm -hmm. oh my God, I miss this. Yes, me too. (laughs) Share food and sit in chairs together. (laughs) Uh, Uh, We're still in hell. Yeah,
1: we will be in hell for so long. Um,. Yeah, that is so cute. It also made me like nostalgic, which is so weird.
0: That's upsetting. Like, it, it,
1: it's really weird how much of a of a horrible timeline we're living in. That like the idea of eating food with other people outside is like nostalgic. Anyway, I know <clears throat> we live in hell.
0: Uh- <laughs> uh, speaking of living in hell, we got another great S. Meyer description of calling uh, Leah exotic.
1: Yeah, <laughs> God.
0: So Leah is uh, Harry Clearwater's oldest uh, child, uh, his daughter, and specifically the quote is she was beautiful in an exotic way, and I just immediately screamed. I was like, "Stop! Yeah.
1: You can okay, oh, God, like it's she goes on and like gives an actual description. Yeah, and it's like you could just say she was beautiful and list these things and not be mm-hmm. horrible."
0: yeah exactly the rest of like, the description was wonderful and i was like yeah. she's very sexy i like her
1: yeah but then you go and use the fucking word exotic and it's like oh god damn it god damn it you fucking colonizer
0: fucking <laughs> it's like piece of shit mormon yeah. oh my god you white fuck. mormon lady
1: yeah Ugh. but she sounds sexy as fuck though
0: i totally agree Perfect mm-hmm. copper skin, glistening black hair, eyelashes like feather dusters, and preoccupied. Yeah, she's just she's on, on the, the phone the
1: whole time, which is funny. I'm like, what gossip does she have? Like, I want to know.
0: <clears throat>
1: and then we and meet th- Seth. Yeah, my boyfriend.
0: <laughs> not okay. Boyfriend. for clarity.
1: For clarity, my actual boyfriend's name is Seth. I'm not saying that I am fake boyfriends with this fictional 14 year old. Um,. <laughs> just to make that really really clear to anyone (laughs) listening um anyway but yeah so seth is the younger brother and he's like obsessed with jacob which is so cute and like such like a younger brother thing especially like the younger brother that doesn't have an older brother but has older sisters or you know whatever just like the attachment to an older like
0: male figure. figure
1: just being like yeah. yes be my big brother I'm obsessed with you it's so You're cute so
0: cool I want to be everything like you are <laughs>
1: exactly
0: it's really adorable I love Seth uh, this is not the last time we'll see him and good he's, he's a cutie he's, a, he's an angel baby he
1: is an angel baby um they're, <laughs> they're they all do very stereotypically in their gender things to do <laughs> <laughs> All the guys talk about the game, and the white, like, uh, Sue Clearwater tries to make her husband eat green leafy things, and he says no.
0: I'm a man, I can't <laughs> eat a salad.
1: Rabbit food, as oh Bernie would say. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so <laughs> it's, and then, like, Seth is like, Jacob's talking to to both Bella and Seth. Yeah. But every time he, like, focuses a little bit too much on Bella, Seth, like, interrupts, Seth interrupts and, <laughs> like, inserts himself <laughs> in the conversation to make sure he's included, which is just so cute. It's so funny. Yeah. I
0: love him. Mm-hmm. So the night comes to a close, and uh, Bella's like, I don't want to leave, because uh, that means that it's nighttime, and school happens tomorrow. And, of course, Jacob's like, do you think you'll come back anytime soon? And she's like tomorrow so i'm like all right this is their routine now this is good uh she gets an email from her mom uh check in from renee remember she exists yeah and she basically says this whole like uh life story thing of like everything she's been up to without ever really like commenting on bella's life in any way so she's like oh it reads more like a journal entry and then bella's like i think i've been emailing her a lot over the last months what did i even say in those (laughs)
1: Yeah, like, I, I feel I feel so bad because like she's clearly writing back just to be like I'm alive, but you know she's yeah. in this state where she's like, she can't even like like function in her own life, and so like trying to relay some sort of information or like converse with her mother is just was just way too hard. So she like goes also... to the extra effort to. Respond to every single little thing in this email because she's like, "Yeah, I'm having like a burst of serotonin right now, so I'm just gonna, I'm
0: gonna like milk do it the until most." It's done. Yeah, uh, I also felt wistfulness for the fact that Renee and Phil aren't going on a second honeymoon to Disney World, and Dude. I was like, "Fuck, I want to go to Disney World! Disney
1: World! Give me that sweet Disney sweet World. Mickey Mouse capitalism! Like, <laughs> give me that rat! Give me that rat boy capitalism right now!"
0: <laughs> I want the Rat Boy, and I want Rat Boy ears on my head, and I yep. want Rat Boy t-shirt on, and I want to party in Disney World. And make
1: me spend $60 on a horrible burger. Yes.
0: Fuck yes. Fuck yes.
1: Okay, anyway. Only in America. <laughs> uh, anyway, moving on from that. So Bella has a bad
0: dream. It does yeah. come back.
1: Which, like, again, as we were saying, like, I'm glad that it did just completely go away. Like it's getting better, yeah. but it's not totally gone because like your problems aren't just solved like that. And That's we not have how it works. some
0: very non-subtle Stephanie Meyer writing where Sam Newly, the man who helped her that night, was helping her in or staring at her in her dream, and she's like, "Huh? Why is he here?" And I'm like, "Oh, I wonder." <laughs> Such I wonder... subtle dreams in the Stephanie yeah. Meyer uh, canonical Twilight universe.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't know exactly like what's to come but it's just like oh yeah we haven't seen the last of this guy and he's probably ominous in some way
0: it's just like super not subtle the way she writes these things yeah. sometimes where it's literally there's no there's no metaphor to it it's like you know she literally dreams of, of vampires one night and then she'll literally <laughs> dream of like some strange wolf creature another and it's like okay <laughs> yeah it's like um hit us over the head with it
1: yeah bonk um <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so and then this time he doesn't offer her help in the stream. Ooh. Ooh. Spooky. Uh she goes to school and she realizes that she is a fucking ghost.
0: <laughs> Cuz like, like oops, I'm a real person, but the remember when I wanted to be a ghost and yeah. now I actually made that happen for myself. Oops. Oops. Oops.
1: Uh all ghost. <laughs> <laughs> I was like that to say that. Yep. <laughs> She like tries to just like She like asks she just like vi- she just like slides next to the seat with Jess was like, "Hey, how was the rest of your weekend?" Bella. <laughs> <laughs> She's trying. Yeah, not your so lots really isn't going to work here. Oh boy. Uh it's annoying cuz like I really like I enjoyed Jess in the first book and in this book I find her pretty annoying right now yeah like in the last in like the earlier chapters like she was a bit more justified but like she's just mean in this chapter and also like the we'll get to her where she's like hanging out with lauren a lot more yeah. mm-hmm. um
0: it's
1: like oh great this is your character development it's not fun i don't like yeah it. she's
0: giving bella the cold shoulder in class because uh bella was weird on their friend outing thing uh and now it's time for lunch and she takes note of all the people at the table and she's like have some of these people always been at this table? Or, like, is this new today? I really can't tell, because I'm not paying attention to anything so in the funny. last four months.
1: <laughs> oh, she's just like, oh, okay. She it's she says, I might as well have been packed in styrofoam peanuts through the last semester. And I'm like, that's a pretty good description. That is
0: a great description.
1: Sometimes I also feel like I am packed with styrofoam peanuts. just, Just vibing, you know, not taking in any information.
0: I really feel like this... <laughs> Uh, metaphor is like the woman standing emoji. Like I feel like they have the <laughs> exact same energy.
1: <laughs> Literally, it is. That's what I'm thinking when I send you that emoji. Is that I'm stuffed full of styrofoam peanuts?
0: Yeah, it's so clear to me. I just felt that.
1: Mhm. Yeah, I agree.
0: Okay. So Bella listens into the conversation, yes. trying to figure out what's what, who's who, uh, what are what have people been up to, without directly being like, "Hey, so I've been ignoring everybody." <laughs> Who's, who's dating everybody? What's, yeah. what's going
1: on? <laughs> so she's yeah. just listening. And we get some interesting queer coding for Lauren. Yeah. Um, where she didn't even recognize her. She'd cut off all her blonde corn silk hair. Now she had a pixie cut so short that the back was shaved like a boy. Like, okay? you could... Literally
0: queer coding!
1: <laughs> Come on! And what an odd thing for her to do. I wish... I knew the reason behind it. Did she get gum stuck in it? Did she sell it? <laughs> had all the people she was habitually nasty to caught, catch her behind, or had all had all of them caught her behind the gym and scalped her? <laughs> it's like, why can't a, a woman just want to get a
0: pixie cut? Yeah. She chopped her hair off. I'm like, okay, like, S. Meyer didn't mean to, but she said gay rights here. That's what <laughs> she said to me. Yes, but it. then also. She whispered also, in my little ear.
1: Yeah, but then also at the same time, you know, she's doing the stereotype of queer coding the villains. Yeah. Where it's like, oh, so she has her hair short like a boy
0: and she's also a bitch. <laughs> well, the other, the other side of this is... Um, the... I would like to speak to the manager haircut is also that energy. Yeah. <laughs> So, you know, it could go either way.
1: Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. Man, (laughs) I love how that toes the line between queer culture and Karen culture.
0: (laughs) I know. It's fun and spicy. Um, A haircut can do so much for a person. Yeah. Uh, Bella senses something strange with Angela talking about Ben. And they're like, she's like listening in very closely now. Uh, Ben got sick earlier, but they were supposed to go on a picnic. But they changed their minds because they saw something and everybody's like, ooh, what? <laughs> uh, and she thinks it was a bear. It was big and black. Just like the hikers from the outdoor mm-hmm. store. Yeah. Such and subtle writing.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Lauren is like totally just not believing it. She thinks it's like. <clears throat> she thinks like Tyler told her about it and she thinks it's all bullshit. Um. And then they're all like, like arguing about it, and like everyone's kind of putting Angela down, yeah. Uh, because I mean, you know, like the like the, the even this like this is a pretty tense friend group as you we were talking about, like, and mm-hmm. Jessica and Lauren seem to have like made this like hierarchy, and they're like kind of being mean girls, and yeah, um, you know, and Angela's more quiet, and uh, you know, probably they're- also
0: like not into like as. They're like, immediately looking for something to turn on her and make fun yeah. of her for. They're like, "Oh, pff, you didn't see anything," and she's like, "No, I, I, did. I wouldn't make it up if I saw something." Yeah, it's such a and weird it just, thing.
1: It's just like it's such a it's such a high school thing. It's like,
0: yeah, these two
1: girls are. I mean, I'm sure they're all beautiful, but like, like <laughs> Jess and Lauren clearly have this outgoing, you know, just like. Sure, popular girl center of of attention yes that sort of energy and like air and angela's way more quiet and so there becomes this like hierarchy of the more outgoing more aggressive popular girls just like shitting on her for no reason um just because they like to have someone to put down which is really gross because they're supposed to be friends
0: um, but no, the good thing is that Bella is like, uh, no, she's right. Someone on Saturday at the, the shop said they saw a really big black bear. Mm-hmm. And she's like, right, Mike, right? And then like <laughs> everybody stares at her like, holy shit, Bella's speaking. And it's like, yeah, so uncomfortable.
1: Yes. And uh, the, the new girl who was sitting with them was literally like had her jaw agape. Like she had witnessed oh. an explosion because like clearly Bella literally never speaks. Yeah. And so hearing her say that much, that like passionately, it feels like totally. That's a unreal. Lot all at once. <laughs> um and, and like no one's moving and she's like, Mike, remember? Mike remember please? The guy? Mike, place? <laughs> you were there, right? And he's like, uh Yeah. <laughs> And she's, like, she's, like, Bella's being, like, I didn't know why he was looking at me so strangely. I talked to him at work, didn't I? Did I? I thought so. Like, she's realizing that, like, oh. She's, like,
0: maybe Mike didn't even realize that I was there listening to that conversation.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Like, maybe I didn't talk to him as much as I thought I did. And, like, clearly, the difference here is that, you know, Mike tries to speak to her at work and stuff. But, like, she's clearly been unresponsive. Even if she does talk about stuff, she's not passionate about anything. So, like, her, like, I mean, she's throwing this in impatiently. And she's, like, bringing up a topic and defending someone who, like, clearly the social, like, status quo right here is that, uh, right now is that Jess and Lauren can sort of pick on Angela and no one really says uh-huh. anything. And so her talking for the first time and, like, going against the status quo and being passionate, uh, which they haven't seen in her for months, is just, like... Buck That's wild. Too many shocks
0: all at once.
1: <laughs> it's buck wild.
0: But it's yeah. nice because she she makes that sort of bridging the gap moment, and then you know Jessica's annoyed, whatever. She goes back to have a little huddle with Lauren and talk to each other. But Mike and Angela like start paying attention to her, and Mike asks about her weekend, and she talks about the zombie movie, mm-hmm. and it's like, oh, she's back. <laughs> yeah. And and Angela, yeah. Angela. <laughs> It's so cute! It's so cute. So lunch uh, is over, and... Uh, is, this, is this
1: your third tear-up moment? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I knew it. This one's really, really cute.
0: Angela thanks Bella for sticking up for her, and then I got teary-eyed.
1: I know, and then she, like, asks Bella if she's okay, and Bella says, "'Not completely, but I'm a little bit better.'" And then Angel said, I'm glad I've missed you. And it's just really, really oh, sweet. And it's so like, heartwarming. yes, true female friendship. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's so, because like, she's finally having this connection with. Angela that she hasn't had in, for, in a while, and I don't think she ever really realized the full potential of her friend, what her friendship yeah. could be with Angela because, you know, she went and fucked off with the Collins, <laughs> And, like, Alice is wonderful <laughs> and was really, really nice to her, and they were great friends, but she didn't have, once Alice left, um, you know, without yes. saying goodbye, um, she didn't have anyone to, like, who would confide in her and actually care about her emotions like this um, yep. without any sort of ulterior motive. So... Yeah. It's just really cute. I'm. It's just wholesome. And then
0: fucking Lauren whispers loudly, <laughs> "Oh joy, Bella's back." And it's like, shut the fuck up. Yeah, like fuck off. <laughs> what, what? 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 Why the fuck do you care? Yeah, that she's speaking. Just like shut up. Like, God. okay, we get it. You're threatened. You're threatened. We get it. We get
1: it. She's just so sexy, and her ass is just so fat, and you're scared of that. Like, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's afraid of Bella's dump truck ass. Okay yep that's what it is yeah that's, it's just really I mean, hard to be subtext. bella
0: because the the clap of her dummy thick ass keeps learning the cullens
1: <laughs> that's actually what alerted edward in the classroom <laughs> <laughs> the clap of her ass cheeks was uh, too loud and overwhelming Ugh. and he actually covered his mouth in shock and fear
0: yeah powerful at the thunderous that's gonna, that's the thunderous
1: like... noises <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's like her. Uh, that's like the you know it's the between the lines, like the subtext of the yeah, novel yeah. is actually like her like super thick ass.
1: Yeah, her dummy thick ass. Even though she's even though she's five four and weighs a hundred pounds,
0: <laughs> all of that is on yeah, her it's ass.
1: All on her ass. <laughs> Just like absolute dump truck. Um.
0: That's a mood. Um, anyway,
1: on that note, that's pretty much the end of this chapter.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, we learned that it's. January nineteenth, which means it was exactly a year ago yesterday, so January eighteenth, that Mm -hmm. Bella had her first day at school and Angela's like, hmm, nothing's changed much.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's so funny because so much has changed, but it also like
0: We're back at square one.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yep. Yep.
0: Good chapter. Well that's the end of the chapter. That was a good one. I liked it a lot. I am it was fragile. really enjoyable to leave to to read. Blech. Yeah. So the next chapter is chapter seven. Repetition. Uh, doesn't really say anything about anything, as all these chapter titles.
1: <clears throat> yeah. Uh, don't really know what's gonna go on here. Maybe it's like repeating like the the same type of thing where they're just going to fix the bikes. Maybe it's, like, a repetition of last year, how she feels like she's new, and, like, this, like, you know, because she's saying not much has changed, and she's starting from square one again. So maybe it's, like, she's repeating the same sort of process where she has to make friends again, and, like, maybe there's, like, a budding romance with her and Jacob, who knows? So, like, she's repeating that sort of idea. Those are kind of my guesses.
0: It could be repetition as in, s meyer return of the filler chapters and just repeat school days forever <laughs> oh god until i we're bet that's what it's gonna
1: be oh you guys I, you should all be thrilled and excited for the next episode
0: <laughs> you should always be thrilled and excited for the next episode there's I mean, such a joy that is true. every single one yeah
1: i mean where else could you get this much content about bella's ass
0: correct <laughs> That's the title of the episode. Done. Nailed it. Yeah. Dump truck ass. (laughs) Bella's dump truck ass. See you next time. Uh, All right. Bye. Bye. (laughs) Thanks for listening to Unbitten. If you want to get in contact with us, follow us on Twitter at UnbittenPod or subscribe to our Patreon. And for now, the rest is still Unbitten.